what exactly is ONDC? Okay. So let's start with that, right? Um, it's something that is unique in the sense that it is something which is uh, DPI, right? It is digital mm-hmm. public good, which basically right. means that we are building something without a profit motive. As in ONDC is not a profit-driven organization. Mm-hmm. What we are building is something which is for and to to uh, to activate out and allow for an unbundled and an interoperability of it. To to give you an example uh, of what is uh, unbundling and interoperability, right? Mm-hmm. If you're sitting on Gmail and somebody else is sitting on Hotmail, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you will not be able to send emails to each other. It True. just means that because both of them are literally on the same pla- uh, on the same rails, right? They've mm-hmm. created the same structure and the same uh, way that they can actually communicate with each other. They're able to send an email from one system to another system. Right? As long True. as you're on SMTP, you'll be able to do it. Right. Similarly speaking, a uh, little less interoperable or unbundled, but it is not possible that you will walk into a bank and submit mm-hmm. a check and expect mm-hmm. that the other person, if there is money in the bank, do not honor that check. Right? right? Generally, it'll work because that is also, there is an interoperability built out to it. Mm-hmm. That's where we started off and looked at it and said, okay, if all of that is there, in, in it can and we have direct line examples of that already happening why can't we do that in the commerce space mm-hmm. so in the platform world uh, just just to deep dive and give you a, more information about ondc in a platform world the platform manages the customer also they also manage the uh, seller also they manage the entire logistics side to it so everything is in a self contained unit true now what that basically means is that if they are in that one space. They are controlling what the customer gets to see. Mm-hmm. They are also managing to control the the sellers and they are managing the user experience. Right. Right. Now, how about if we turn around and just break it up and mm-hmm. literally from an unbundled and interoperable perspective, turn around and say, each one of these are now functions. Mm-hmm. Everybody does not have to try and do everything because you may not be very good at something. Mm-hmm. Right. You might you might be good at another factor, which means that right. you could be very very good at doing uh, seller acquisitions. Uh, I mean, all the all the sellers in a particular locality, you have the ability to go out and get all of them, but you right. don't have the ability to do customer acquisition. Right. Mm-hmm. Similarly speaking, you may uh, you may be very very good at uh, being able to pick up a product from a point and deliver it to somewhere else to do the logistics mm-hmm. side to it, but you may not be able to do customer acquisition or seller acquisition on the other side to it. So Makes why sense. are we trying to not leverage the economies of scale for all practical purposes of saying that somebody's already done something, right? Mm-hmm. Leverage that and move forward on that. Don't try and recreate the wheel on every little function. So what that also means is that if I Mm -hmm. have, so as I said, right, if there is a buyer app and a seller app, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, a buyer and a seller side on a particular Mm -hmm. platform, if I just break it up and I turn around Mm -hmm. and say there is now a buyer side application, which is, Mm -hmm. which responsibility is to interact with the, with the customer, right? right? Think of them as only as the agents for the customer. Their only role in life is to look after the customer. Mm-hmm. Similarly speaking, there is a seller application whose only role in life is to look after the sellers. Right? So there is no cross purpose. There is nothing like that happening. What that mm-hmm. means now is that the moment I have both of these two separated out components to it, 
mm-hmm. hopefully they will also be able to provide better service to their endpoints true so what ondc does is saying that mm-hmm. there is a buyer application and the buyer application can be uh, somebody like a telco can be paytm pin code uh, anybody right or a, or a taxi cab company etc and you are going to them and turning around saying whether you want to buy a refrigerator or you want to buy their uh, their type of products or you want to buy mm-hmm. food or you want to buy fashion anything right right they are going to take that request send it to the ondc gateway okay mm-hmm. and that is all that is ondc ondc is just that gateway there is no front end there is no uh, there is no back end etc etc got it and the other side to it it gets sent to various seller side applications who are dealing mm-hmm. with that particular type of product now their sellers are locked into them so everybody now responds back onto the same buyer application that the customer started with got okay. it mm-hmm. customer journey stays on that buyer application itself so the right. customer is not getting hyped off somewhere else mm-hmm. okay so the customer decides what product it is and the moment they decide what product it is ondc steps out of the picture remember we are not trying to build another platform right we are True. only there for search and discovery so the mm-hmm. moment we step out now it becomes a digital contract between the buyer application on behalf of the customer and the seller application on behalf of the seller mm-hmm. okay? okay and now there's a contract so the product flow happens one way and using the uh, recon service provider model that we built out mm-hmm. uh, which utilizes uh, nbbl also as one of uh, as one of the uh, settlement agencies money flow mm-hmm. will happen the other way understood 